0: 34 days of war in Lebanon and northern Israel killed more than a thousand people and fear drove one and a quarter million from their homes, looking for a security that was lost among the bullets, bombs, and rockets.
1: We don't want anything other than peace. Look at this child, there's no bread or milk. Bread is so expensive now, isn't that a crime? We don't want war, we don't want trouble.
0: Fear has led two and a half million people to flee their homes in Darfur. 200,000 are dead, and far from stopping, the conflict is now spreading to Chad and the Central African Republic.
1: They've killed all our men and left us helpless. The men used to feed us, but now there's no one to help us at all. They used knives to cut the men's throats and guns to shoot down defenseless people. Now we can't even find food to eat in our own country.
0: There are continued reports of killing, rape and looting, and internationally, those who might change things do nothing.
1: Uh, We've seen a wave of xenophobia um, and and racism against uh, groups like uh, Roma. Uh, We've seen a rise of Islamophobia and anti-Semitism on the back of fear about security, uh, about terrorism. So in this way what we see is a world enveloped in fear, uh, and fear being used by governments to create false certainties, to avoid accountability.
0: Certainly, the fear in Iraq is palpable. Armed groups are adding to the terror felt by ordinary people as community after community is left shattered, with almost four million people now displaced due to the violence. In Zimbabwe, the government refuses to accept international criticism of human rights violations. Meanwhile, any dissent by the political opposition and human rights defenders continues to be severely crushed. Of course, crushing dissent doesn't just happen in Africa. In Russia, freedom of expression is being curbed, NGOs and charities closed down, and a fear of those who are different is surfacing in a growing number of racist attacks. However, in some of the world's most troubled places, despite threats and opposition, courageous individuals are working for human rights, from Colombia to Sri Lanka. Increasingly, people are joining together to make clear their demands. The pressure to start work on an arms trade treaty came not from governments, but individuals. More than a million signed a petition that went to the United Nations. Progress was also made in delivering justice. The International Criminal Court's first prosecution is of those accused of recruiting child soldiers in the Democratic Republic of Congo. The leaders of the Lord's Resistance Army in Uganda have been indicted. And the former Liberian president, Charles Taylor's trial, is due to start shortly. But of course, one of the rule of law's most visible failures is now more than five years old. Still, there's no access to justice for those detained in Guantanamo Bay, just military commissions with flawed procedures that fail to deliver fair trials. The unlawful practice of exporting suspected terrorists to secret detention centers, often in countries known to use torture, was exposed. The US government admitting to its program of extraordinary renditions, and European governments admitting being involved.
1: The erosion of human rights can only be arrested if there is a stronger sense of global solidarity, if there is an end to this politics of fear, a sense that there is real value um, that in human rights that the world, a fractured world, can be brought together around global values of human rights, around the universality of human rights and the indivisibility of human rights.